After five years of regulatory development, the Canadian Canola Growers Association was pleased to see the final clean fuel regulations published yesterday. They'll come into effect July 1st of 2023. Steve Pratt is Senior Manager of Transportation and Biofuel Policy at the Canadian Canola Growers Association. It's been a long time coming, um, multiple, like five, six years in development. Um, and, and what's great about the clean fuel regulation now is that for farmers, for the crushing industry, the canola crushing industry in Canada, for biofuel producers and everyone in that value chain, we now have uh, the rules of the game, if you will. So people can now, um, the, the rules are set and companies and uh, farmers and, and the, the fuel industry can figure out how they're going to comply with this and um, start to plan for, um, you know, grabbing some market share um, out of this. And for, from a farmer's perspective, this is great because it's another, uh, it's a piece of um, continental and domestic demand, um, which it, it all fits together, Corey, with the um, announcements made in the crushing sector in 2021 and with the um, oil and gas industry in 2021 and 2022 around renewable diesel investments. It's really a good news story. And the CFR in Canada was the linchpin that kind of, to some degree, binds this all together. And Steve, I guess just talk a bit more about uh, just the benefits of, of canola-based uh, biofuels and, and what that will mean for uh, for greenhouse gas reduction. Sure, yeah. So um, canola-based biofuels, you know, there's a variety of um, uh, life cycle analysis tools that various governments and various jurisdictions use, and canola oil has a really great um, emissions reduction profile for feedstock in biofuels. And that's recognized in this new forthcoming Canadian regulation as well. So what that means for us is one of the reasons that um, canola in the prairies and and the canola industry in general is very bullish about this is we've got, um, number one, that great carbon intensity reduction profile as a feedstock that goes into fuel, diesel specifically. And secondly, we've got that ample supply coming from the various processing facilities across the West. So when a major refiner is looking to put biofuel feedstock and create a biofuel in their refinery, they're looking for consistency of supply, consistency of specification of that oil or that feedstock, and that's where canola can step up. And what will this mean for for canola farmers and uh, just the growth of the uh, canola processing sector in Western Canada? Yeah, no, it's another one of those kind of um, uh, pieces of the, the puzzle here, Corey. And really, I think what we see from from the farm perspective is that now there is one more domestic, um, ideally growing, stable demand pull for canola seed. And ideally that turns in to more competitive bids. Um, so you can, at, at the crush facility, at the, uh, at the mainline um, bulk elevator, so you know, experience with biofuel policies um, in other jurisdictions around North America points to the fact that you know, it does provide that additional and basement floor, uh, if you will, of demand. Uh, which long run should be good for farmers. And if we see this mature, um, this regulation mature, um, and we increase our production, there is a uh, an outlet, a stable outlet for, uh, or a stable um, demand pull for for seed um, to be made into oil. And that that's all around a good thing because you know the canola industry has been working on the biofuel file for almost three decades now, and. Uh, this is the latest kind of incarnation from our federal government of a, of a regulation, and we just want to set the table to have the best, uh, to see farmers and, and, and Canadian agriculture succeed under this and play a part in the emission reductions aspirations of the government. All right, great. Uh, anything else to add here, Steve? Or? Um, just that uh, the regulation comes into effect July 1, 2020, 
2023. It'll take a couple years for the market to kind of settle out, and, and I think if we talk in a couple years about this, Corey, we'll be able to give you more kind of specificity and some real numbers around what that, does that demand signal look like and, and how the market's shaking out, because the, um, the oil and gas companies, the suppliers of fuel, they don't have... Using biofuels is just one way to comply with this regulation, so it's very difficult to kind of peg out what that might look like, but we do see opportunity here for um, increased demand. That was Steve Pratt, Senior Manager of Transportation and Biofuel Policy at the Canadian Canola Growers Association. Protein Industries Canada announced another project yesterday. It'll involve creating a clean label soy protein for Canada's plant-based food and ingredient sector. Here to tell us more is Megan Gervais, Chief Technology Officer at Protein Industries Canada. We were excited today to announce that um, we've had three partners come together with Protein Industries Canada to um, fund development of a, a proprietary clean label soy protein processing method. So the partners are New Protein International, Huron Commodities, and Hensel Co-op's Animal Nutrition Division. And uh, tell us a little bit more about this uh, this processing method and uh, I guess some of the changes that will be happening there. Sure. So um, through this co-investment, we're um, working with New Protein International and the other partners um, to help them optimize and sort of test and refine a proprietary process which will be hexane-free um, extraction from Canadian soybeans. And so they'll be looking to supply, you know, manufacturers and retailers and consumers with a non-GMO soy product with a clean label. Um, and so really targeting folks who are looking for um, a sustainable plant-based food and ingredient that comes, you know, with, with that non-hexane processing angle. And what will this mean? You know, what, what opportunities will open up uh, as a result of this? You know, it's, an opportunity for Canadian soybeans to have perhaps a, a bigger role and be processed more actively in Canada um, and to have them processed with um, a non-hexane process as a sustainability metric to it as well. So looking at, you know, using a different type of, of solvent that is traditionally used and uh, helping to meet the growing demand for high-quality plant-based protein products particularly those grown in Canada and processed here as well, which we always think is a great outcome. All right. Um, Megan, anything else to, to add here on today's announcement? Or? Uh, no, you know, we're, we're always excited to see new extraction technologies come online. And this is a, an example of a great project happening in Ontario where Canadian products will be processed here at home in Canada. So excited to have the, the partners come in and develop and evaluate the technology and, and see where it takes them in the longer term. That was Megan Gervais, Chief Technology Officer at Protein Industries Canada. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email the farm desk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.